to another episode of Season 6 of the I'm Uncomfortable Podcast, the podcast for people who want to be okay with being uncomfortable. We're your hosts, Vanessa and Melissa. In this episode, we'll be discussing the topic of energy vampires, people who drain our energy and leave us feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, or even emotionally depleted. But before we get into that, we're going to share the other things that have been draining us lately and making (laughs) us uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, so why don't you go ahead and share first? So past Melissa finally did her uh, second quarter of the year uh, vision board. Oh my god, I still haven't done that my (laughs) sorry sorry for that reminder um i finally put some time in to do that and one of my focus for for the month of may is to move my body more Mm. and try things that are newish or that i know that kind of scare me so i went and bought myself a five class pass for grit cycle wait i didn't know cycling made you uncomfortable i feel like i'm dying every time Like I don't understand, Take and me to I the want to understand. Back. I love those classes. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed Soul Cycle, but after, after I enjoyed it, like after I reflected on it, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. But during that's so interesting. That, and, to me. and I know that I did a Grit Cycle class with you and one of our other friends. Yeah, and I like saw how you guys were, and you guys were living your life, and I was behind you or to the side of you and i like was dying and i was like i'm having a good time too i think i don't know maybe i'm just like emotionally damaged but like (laughs) (laughs) there's something about that feel and i don't I, i can't say that this is true for me for every other exercise but something about cycling specifically those kinds of cycling classes i'm like hell yes like fuck yeah bring me to the brink of death i lo- i'm gonna live here i'm gonna love it and then i'm gonna because i know i'm gonna come back i don't know maybe i'm so messed up a little bit i get that <laughs> i like i understand that but it's like the anxiety of getting there because i enjoy the music i like love it when they have good music mm-hmm. obviously it helps to motivate and yeah. like move to the rhythm right yeah and i like i think my anxiety or my uncomfortableness about it lies in like me wanting to keep up with the class Mm. and then feeling like I'm not and that I'm like dying but probably other people are feeling the same way too oh absolutely I'm dying the whole time so but how do you do it with a smile I don't know or like that's what I'm telling I'm telling you I think something's wrong Okay, well, maybe these five classes will help open my eyes to this emotional damage. I, in the beginning, had that same anxiety about feeling like I wasn't able to keep up. And it sucked. It did. There's just this moment where you kind of just embrace the suckiness and the fact that you're not keeping up. And then suddenly you find yourself keeping up because you just keep going. I feel like I can relate that back to when I used to run, like, yes. distance. Yes. And there's, like, a a wave of, like, your second wind or something mm-hmm. where it's, like, it, this is crappy. Like, I hate running. And then you get into a groove. You're, like, okay. Okay. The playlist is good. Mm-hmm. And then you're, like, oh, this is crappy again. And then you, like, get the second wind and you're, like, okay, I, I get it. Like, yes. I could get through, I think. Yes. But I'll try regardless. Uh, that actually leans itself into my uncomfortable moment. I was going to say, I feel like this our, our uncomfortable moments are, are similar. It's very fitness related today. That's interesting. We didn't even talk about this beforehand. So that's funny. Yeah. Uh, I went back to hot yoga today after a month and a half probably of not going. 
And I had this moment. I looked at the clock, which was a mistake, big mistake. And there were, there's a clock in your in the room. There? Yeah, in, and I don't normally see it because of the angle that I'm usually at. But I was near the door, and so I saw it. And we had about maybe 20 more minutes left of class, and I was struggling because I hadn't been for a while. Mm-hmm. And you, when you go regularly, you develop more of of a um, tolerance for the hot yes exactly and I had not gone and so I didn't have that and I had this inner struggle where I was berating myself like Vanessa just hang in there it's 20 more minutes you've done it before you can do it again like don't wuss out you you can do it and then the other part of me on honestly it felt like I was in an argument the other part of me was like it's okay to step out Listen to me. I am your body. You need a break. You don't want to pass out in this class. You want to enjoy it. Just step out for literally 30 seconds and come back and you can finish the class. You don't have to be so mean to yourself. Mm-hmm. It was so interesting. I was like, why are you being so mean? And the other part of me was like, I'm just pushing <laughs> you to be so better. And it was so interesting. Yeah. These two parts of me that I feel like are always at odds coming into play. And I'm trying to do this dragon stretch, whatever. And <laughs> Finally, I listened to the part of myself that was saying I just needed a quick break and I could come mm-hmm. back refreshed. And I stepped out, took my quick break. I grabbed one of those nice scented cold towels and brought it back with me into the room. And I finished the class and it was great and I felt good. And I good. only stepped out for a couple, like not even a minute. Mm-hmm. But this whole internal break. struggle was so uncomfortable for me. Oh, I, I I relate, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> because I also signed myself up for like a sculpt core power class Mm -hmm. on saturday and i've been avoiding that specific class because i like the classes that are more chill (laughs) yeah like the more i don't know focus on the stretch and the pose versus like exercising in the hot heat Mm -hmm. and also hold yeah anyways but yeah i feel like i'm gonna need to take a note from what your experience was and be a little nice to myself and listen to myself it's if I hard. need to take a break. Yeah, It is, because we want to push ourselves to be like the best version we can be, but sometimes I don't even think it comes from that. I think we might actually be our own energy vampires with our negativity mm. towards ourselves. Mm. Talking about needing to take a break <laughs> and listening to yourself, let's take a little bit of a ad break and then we'll be back to talk about energy vampires. So whether it's yourself or a coworker who constantly complains, maybe even a friend who always seems to bring the drama and the negativity, energy vampires can have a really significant impact on our mood, our productivity, and our overall well-being. So you might be wondering, oh, or even thinking, am I an energy vampire? Or you might have imagined a person right away as I was talking. And (laughs) we're going to talk about how we can protect ourselves from this draining effect that they might have on us. Um, And even if you're the problem, maybe this is your wake-up call. (laughs) So we're going to talk about that in today's episode, which I'm super excited to get into. Okay, so what is the definition then of an energy vampire? Because to me... Um, you're the one who brought this topic on onto the table for discussion and I'm like interesting let's talk about that but I have no idea yes. where it came from and I, I mean just from what we briefly talked about already it might be obvious but what about energy vampires makes other people uncomfortable I feel like that's a self-explanatory <laughs> maybe thing, but let's explore it yeah, let's explore it yeah so I, I'm not neither of us coined this term energy vampire it's a fun term but it's not something that we made up uh, my previous boss actually my previous coach for god like seven years uh, she actually was the one who brought this to my attention because I think I had kind of been venting to her about people in our in our workspace mm-hmm 
draining me in in that way. And she told me about a book called The Energy Bus, which is a self-help book written by, I believe, John Gordon. And anyway, it's it's this fictional kind of book that teaches you a lesson type situation. And in it, they talk about energy vampires. That's where the term comes from. And an energy vampire, and you might be one of them, is just really someone... You might be one of them. (laughs) (laughs) We all might be sometimes in our lives. But really common characteristics are people who are just constantly negative they Mm. are never seeing the bright side of things maybe they're a huge gossip and not in a good way um maybe they complain a lot or they're very manipulative these people just will go on about all the bad things and rarely ever about the good things and it's i mean that (laughs) and that answers the second half of that question of like why what about them makes others uncomfortable yeah i mean you've had some in your experience right so like why what about it makes you personally uncomfortable i think we've touched on it already it it kills the vibe you know yeah like when you're trying (laughs) already to have to to proactively create a more positive day for yourself Mm -hmm. and then you have an individual or individual like people in your life Mm -hmm. whether it's at work or at home your friends that kind of rain on your parade in that way Mm -hmm. and maybe they don't even realize it but you know as an empath as someone who who identifies as an empath i tend to absorb yeah people's moods and energies whether i like it or not Mm -hmm. and i've been working on that not that i want to be less of an empath i do want to have like compassion and empathy for people but it's difficult when um, the energy that's constantly around you is of the negative on the negative spectrum you know it's hard to you can only do so much to like deflect or try to combat it and we'll talk about that in a little bit but I just think that's that's the part it's like I'm already trying here I'm really yes. struggling mm-hmm. and then you're adding more and it's you're soaking it. it in yeah exactly uh, so as a Gemini <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh god just, I I, even... just as an FYI let's, if we're gonna get into that right now <laughs> right now as we're recording this Mercury is in retrograde <laughs> So take that for whatever it is, okay? If you believe in that or not, that's all just like, well, because as soon as you said as an empath, I jokingly thought in my head like as a Gemini. <laughs> uh, but one of the one of the traits of Gemini's supposedly whatever is clearly I believe in it so much um, <laughs> is that you kind of mirror other people's moods or the way they are, their characteristics and traits. And regardless of my sign or not, uh, I do have this tendency to mimic someone else's or match someone else's either mood or characteristics and it's been I think maybe a trauma response to be honest about fitting in blending in making sure that I'm connecting with other people uh because Mm. if you remember Melissa I did move and change schools when I was in the fifth grade and so oh I remember (laughs) (laughs) and so trying to match people where they were at has always been like a survival tool for me but in the workforce that ends up kind of making me feel similar to how you feel where Mm. But the problem is, I'm not an empath in the sense that it'll, like, I'll absorb it. It's more like I start becoming a vampire as well. And so the vampire bite, you know, they're sucking my blood. But then I also, after that, become the vampire. And then you out here, you out here sucking everyone else's energy. Oh, my God. I almost was like, we just keep sucking each other off. But, like, it's... (laughs) 
mean, honestly, because then it, it becomes this back and forth dynamic and, and you can't escape it. And sometimes you don't even realize you're in it. Yeah, no. And I can agree that I've I've fallen into that trap. I've been bitten. You've been bitten. Do you feel like you've been bitten more at work, friends, family, combo, everyone sucks? Like, what's the vibe? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my energy vampire side talking. Wait, wait, <laughs> my colleagues and I at work say, say this all the time, like half jokingly, but it's actually true. We like spend most of our day with each other. Mm-hmm. No, it's at true. Work, yeah. And we we you spend the joke is that we spend more time with each other than we do with our families <laughs> it's accurate um, yes it is accurate <laughs> um and so i want to say that i've experienced it mostly at work and i feel mostly at work i feel like i could identify maybe a couple people in my family not naming names that could fall into this definition of an energy vampire sure but definitely at work Strong. Strong Strong. vampire vibes. Strong. Bring the garlic. (laughs) Heavy vampire vibes. Crucifix. (laughs) On it. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely, when you were listing out the common traits and characteristics in terms of like constant negativity, complaining all the time, manipulation, oh my god. So much. Oh my god. So So much much work. Well, and and, you know, I will say that for other people, that might be more of a family thing. Yeah, I've heard friends talk about their family in that way. And that's very draining and harder, I would argue, to get away from (sighs) than work. uh, Because you kind of are related to them and kind of have to deal with them to a certain extent. Uh, But I also experience it a lot at work. And because because I work so much, wow. (laughs) It just has been a, a constant where the people who I'm closest to, it sucks because if they are the energy vampires... And then I become, but they're my closest people and I work so closely with them. How do you, how do you escape? We are talking about, you're, you're talking about essentially this cycle of just being an, like dealing with an energy vampire and then you becoming the energy vampire because you're, you're either absorbing that type of negativity or mirroring that negativity back. It's like this endless cycle. How have you dealt with that? How have you tried to break yourself out of it? Or have you not gotten to that point yet where you're still trying to even like identify when it's happening to you? Because I could say that I for sure have fallen into the energy vampire trap because after dealing with one, it's so easy Mm -hmm. to just fall into it and just get into the negativity cycle because... Yeah, you just want to continue venting, whether yeah. it's to your colleague, and yep. then you don't mean to, like, emo- like dump all that on them, mm-hmm. but then... But you're dumping on each other. Yeah. And so that's the tricky part. And so when you ask me about how have I dealt with it or protected myself, I, for the longest time, did not. And it took me a really long time to even be able to acknowledge that there was a problem which sounds like i'm an aa no shade to those people in aa but it's like step one is admitting you have a problem I, in the Hi, same my name sense. is melissa <laughs> and i tend to be an energy vampire sometimes well, in the same sense it's, it's just being aware because there are times where i have been just thinking to myself wow this is such a shit fucking day like this sucks everything's mm. terrible everyone's so fucking annoying everyone's doing something wrong or even then me feeling like I'm also doing something wrong. And then I 
And then the whole day has gone by and I've been upset and I haven't realized why. And it's not really because everything is shit and everyone's terrible and I'm terrible and life's everyone terrible. Everyone sucks. Right. It's not even that. It's because someone brought it up and then I matched it and then they matched it and then I matched it back and then we just kind of kept going. And what's that thing, confirmation bias, where you say something and then all of the things that happen, you use it to confirm your assumption or belief that mm. things are terrible. And so that happens when dealing with an energy vampire, I feel like sometimes, where they'll bring things up and you'll be like yeah that does suck or yeah that person is terrible and then all of a sudden it's this endless loop and you can't get out of it because you're not even aware it's happening so now now and i've also talked to my therapist about this to be honest uh i'm a lot better at being able to recognize "Ooh, i'm feeling really negative why and catching oh it's because people have been talking shit or complaining or just being negative or gossip, mm. whatever it is, at least now I can recognize it. As far yeah. as protecting myself in other ways, I, I'm still working on that, but... Yeah, progress, progress. I would say similarly, it's for me, if I'm going to continue to use the work example, which is my main example. Yeah, that's fine. You brought up trauma res- or, or, you know, trauma response, um, and it kind of resonated with me in a way specifically to this because I half jokingly with my colleagues again we talk about how we feel this camaraderie with each other and it's all all it is is like a trauma bond oh, <laughs> with all the the, yeah. the bs that we deal with i literally said that to my coworkers today so i totally yeah. get it yes tra- we're, <laughs> we're, our <laughs> work besties are that relationship is built off of trauma <laughs> <laughs> that we deal with and like we can only relate to each other because we've we are the only ones who've experienced it right so and and it's this weird balance of feeling safe in a safe place to be able to express your feelings Mm -hmm. whether negative um or not um and you know emotionally dumping on this individual and vice versa and i think for for me in terms of at least when I'm dealing with a person who is an energy vampire mm-hmm. um, that, you know, I can't really have a, I don't have that camaraderie with them where I can be like, hey, let's, let's kind of switch it up and try to be right. like, let's remove let's ourselves from the, the cycle yeah, and change mm-hmm. gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. When I'm, when I'm dealing with an energy vampire that I don't have that connection with, yes, I find myself at least what has been helpful is really now better me better understanding that person and how they're what their tendencies are that's been one helpful to just be able to be like oh, okay they're kind of like in this mode right now um and then to the way i try to protect myself is just just let them say their piece and then me responding by changing the subject or not feeding into it okay, you know so not feeding i into try it. to Got not it. feed into it and by and sometimes the method of not feeding into it is like trying to steer it away from that conversation, that particular topic. Okay, um, so you're almost not not really naming a boundary, but you're indirectly setting a boundary by not feeding into the conversation. Yeah, okay. and I know that it's like you talked about one of the trait common traits being like very gossipy. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, I like the hot goss. I like a little bit of the tea. But if it's getting nasty, like if it's so about people that like I 
I am straight up when I don't have any sort of, I'm not going to like bring somebody down or talk shit about them if I have nothing or any reason like to do that, you know, like I, if they're just talking shit about something I have no business in, I'm just going to let them say their piece and just be like, oh, interesting and not, not contribute in that way so okay so it sounds like you're maintaining your own positivity by not necessarily being positive but just accepting that that person is venting letting Mm -hmm. them vent but not Mm -hmm. necessarily chiming in especially if you also don't feel similarly because that's yeah exactly and And i don't give them some at some sometimes what they're looking for is like that confirmation yeah like right like don't you think and i don't give that to them like Mm -hmm. i don't give them the the luxury of knowing what my actual opinion is because I'm not going to feed into this whatever this what you want from me is this weird toxic toxic relationship and I'm not going to like well what do you say then do you say something like oh that sounds terrible like do you do you empathize or do you like oh that sounds terrible like oh I'm sorry that happened to you or like oh like they shouldn't have like what do you say I try to at least specifically with this particular person that I'm referencing, I, again, let them vent. And then I I say neutral things. I don't ever pick a side to anything for for what they're talking about. And I do it in, like, a a respectful way. So they don't notice. So they don't notice. Oh, so you're diffusing the situation. mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. okay. And then I bring, or I bring up something that, about that particular person that I'm like, oh, I could see that, Mm -hmm. but this they also do this and that's chill or like you know the opposite of what you're saying just to give them that perspective like a hint of like the opposite side of the perspective that they're trying to like spit out of this person yes about this person so i'm like okay i see you okay so validating you know that you might be feeling this way however here's an alternative offering an alternative perspective to that yeah and whether they take it or leave it that's on them and i just let that be so Got that's it. kind of how I try to like diffuse the situation. No, that's fair. That's fair. Or not contribute. Yeah. I, I When I brought this episode up to you, actually, I think that day I had really been in a room with three intensely energy sucking people. Um, mm-hmm. And I felt myself getting very annoyed and flustered because one of them was doing exactly what you just said, which is why I popped into my head of talking negatively about somebody who we actually didn't know anything about their schedule mm-hmm. anything about, about what they were doing there was no assuming the best of the other person and while I was also frustrated it also very saddened me to hear the other person kind of criticize the the individual by saying oh well they're only working from nine to five or whatever it was that they said the hours and I remember thinking oh my gosh, why are you criticizing them for working normal hours just because they don't want to kill themselves over this job doesn't mean they're not working hard. And also you're only looking at their calendar. You have no idea what's actually going on Mm -hmm. in their day that might not even be on their calendar. And so that judgmental, you know, kind of I'm a martyr because I work so hard. And I actually brought it up to my therapist 
and she was laughing. She she jokingly said, well, maybe the reason why they have to work so hard is because they spend so much time complaining. And I laughed at that. And I was like, yeah, maybe, honestly, you know, honestly. You know? But for me, what I had to do in that moment, because I did notice myself getting very agitated and feeling very sucked in. And I wasn't even really contributing. Or actually, that's not true. I think I had contributed a little bit in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I started becoming aware that this was an increasingly toxic, negative spiral that was happening. And then I needed to just leave. So one thing that you could also do is leave. And so if you're, I mean, you don't have to like leave abruptly. (laughs) Just walk out. Peace out. Say nothing. This is negative. But this idea of limiting your exposure. Yeah. So by either stepping away, stepping out, uh, if or if you know it's someone who constantly you see them, just limiting if you can the time you spend with them, even if it's at work. Uh, is a good way to just cut it off because sometimes it's just not even worth it to like the other strategies we mentioned are very cool collaborative and they involve you getting involved and this Mm -hmm. one is more you just saying nah Nah. (laughs) i'm actually not gonna spend my time that way today bye yeah and (laughs) yeah and my example was for is is when i'm interacting with someone that i don't really like have a level of relationship or friendship with that i could just set whether it's like a boundary or or like or enforce a boundary of like hey maybe we stop talking about this or maybe we change the subject Mm -hmm. well the people that were in the room with me at that time two out of the three of them i work really closely with okay okay and i just but i couldn't i sometimes you just cannot verbally state the boundary whether it's for me it's sometimes like not wanting to come off like i'm better than anybody or like all oh all of a sudden you don't want to talk shit you know like that Mm -hmm. kind of you know vibe um it's uncomfortable to sometimes be that person and so i think i and i've already said this i sometimes also end up becoming the energy vampire especially when i'm not using another outlet so if i'm not exercising or eating right or getting enough sleep i definitely have become tendency to fall into that Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. mindset Mm -hmm. which i think you alluded to you also sometimes being that way and i don't think anyone can really escape it Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a, a spectrum, as to most things, of how vampire you are. Are you a baby vamp or are you, like, well-seasoned? You've been around the block. Twilight's no big deal. There's... <laughs> <laughs> how many Can degrees you got like, on your wall? The like... sparkly kind of energy vampire? <laughs> is, that a, is that an option to choose from in the spectrum? Like, a cynical... Sometimes a little bitey... <laughs> but like not all the time and i look sparkly and pretty like a vegetarian times. vampire like <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, that but anyways <laughs> i digress i digress um no I, I i definitely have been an energy vampire and like I, I and recently and i i think it's something that i fall into when things yeah it's always some sort of like triggering situation at work Mm -hmm. where I've either had like a really shitty meeting and that sets me off on on like a trajectory of ranting and then I get into like putting like project not projecting I want to say that I don't I try my best to not project it onto other people if they willingly give me their ear I will take it and and you know vent but I am trying to not just be like a use these colleagues of mine my friends of mine as like a dumping ground you know yes um but yeah i can definitely say i de- i've i've been a vampire 
in this sense. And I feel bad <laughs> thinking about it because I know that my dear, dear colleagues of mine have probably heard an earful of mm-hmm. all of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I would, I don't want to be that person. It's, but it's hard. One of the things that you were saying, one of these, um, ways to protect ourselves is to seek support and it's like i'm trying to seek support okay (laughs) but there's a thing it's like i don't think anyone can ever authentically be positive all the time and we've talked about before in previous episodes the idea of toxic positivity where we just pretend everything's okay and nothing's ever wrong and i don't want to be around you if that's the kind of person you are (laughs) so the sparkly all the time but not the vampire so like you got to be a sparkly vampire (laughs) sparkle vampires (laughs) (laughs) hashtag that's not going to be good. Stop making, <laughs> stop trying to make fetch a thing. Stop trying to make sparkly vampires a thing. But no, it's true. And I, there's, but there is a difference to your point just now of, and I'd love for you to talk more about it, but the idea of surrounding yourself with people who, who you can have an, an, an honest conversation with that while you are upset, you aren't necessarily over venting and they can mm-hmm. call you out and remind you kind of like how you said you do where you offer a different perspective. But it's like people you trust and people people you care yeah, yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and I, everyone should have people like that where you can kind of vent, but also they're going to remind you, hey, it's not the end of the world. It's just work or it's just whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that with the folks that I, that I do trust at the workplace and we do give ourselves a little space to vent, at the end of our little vent sessions, we're always just like, okay, well... You know, we're here for each other. Um, we know how this person is or these people are. Yeah. We at least can recognize it and we know that it's not like we try to remind each other, like mm-hmm. try to reassure each other that this doesn't X, Y, and Z doesn't prove that this is the level of our productivity or that that's attached to our value here at the workplace. It's not that like it's this person's problem, you know, you just you need those people in your corner, too. And you and it's nice when you can be that for somebody else. So, yeah, exactly. <sighs> you know, we try out here, but it's a hard life. <laughs> it is a hard life. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And speaking of hard life, <laughs> um, what has been then the most difficult part of protecting yourself from an energy vampire or being one yourself? Because we've kind of touched on a lot of these things. It's just hard to break yourself out of the cycle sometimes. Yes. Yes. But it's nice to have that. It's nice to have that support system. But it, we don't always have that. You know, we won't no, always have access. We to don't. That. But I think the hardest part for me isn't even the lack of support system. I guess just because thankfully, I, I do have really good people, including you that I can lean on for support. But the hardest part for me is when it's true. And when the other person is saying something and I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, mm, absolutely feel that. Yes, agree 100%. And, you know, and when you've also gone through a similar thing with whatever they are complaining about, it's so hard for me to to not feed into it because I also am frustrated. It almost feels a little good at first. It's just like, someone understands. That bite feels real good in the beginning. And then you're like, oh, wait, I'm dying. I feel that for me that is the hardest part because then not only am I giving in to the energy vampiring I am then also morphing into the vampire wow that was hard to say for some reason um (laughs) you know you feel me you get it yeah no I totally understand that for sure it's it's just like a little bit of like satisfying to to like really you know it is yeah and and especially if that's 
if you're it's if it's with somebody that you could trust and you're just like oh let's get yes, into it but yes, yes. but for me i think the the most difficult part is how exhausting it is because yeah. you can employ or deploy these tactics right to like <laughs> seek support sure okay i already vented to my friend mm-hmm. right they they were willing to lend their ear yeah and i also tried to set a boundary but that boundary is being constantly broken or they're not understanding the boundary you right. know there's just so many things like just to that you could try to deploy and implement to help protect yourself but if it just keeps happening and happening again or you're being exposed to this energy vampire mm-hmm, day mm-hmm. in and day out it's like it is I'm tired yes i'm tired well, from that's running. where i think your soul cycle not soul cycle sorry your grid cycle class pack might come in and where my hot yoga class pack might come in this idea of how can we take care of ourselves outside of those situations whether it's work family or friends doesn't matter what are you doing for you to recharge what are you doing for you to step away how can you find joy peace and happiness in things that are outside of those forces yeah and i think finding purpose and identity outside of your work is Mm -hmm. like because it's just such a sucky situation and i've been in it before where you're just so neck deep in in your work and it's uh, takes up a lot of your brain space and a lot of your time yeah. and then you you find yourself outside of work thinking about work and you're like why why is this oh, my life constantly yeah and yeah. so finding things whether it's grit cycle soul cycle hot yoga <laughs> just so going things. on a walk mm-hmm. or just pursuing a an arts and craft hobby i don't know something that's outside of work to just help you as my therapist say says um create a routine that is outside of your work routine that Mm. helps you decompress at the end of the day and puts your focus on something else that brings you joy essentially and you know that again helps to recharge you to uh employ or deploy all of those tactics the next day if you need them to (laughs) um but yeah i i i don't know I think it it definitely can be exhausting, but I think, yeah, you need to find your peace somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes being aware that it's even happening, because if you're listening to this and you haven't given it much thought and maybe you're now realizing, oh shit. I am surrounded by vampires. Give me or I garlic. am the energy or, vampire. Or, yeah, or you are the vampire. This might be your wake-up call, and that is okay. Like I said earlier, it took me a while. And when I say a while, I mean at least a year before I really realized what was happening to me. And so this might be it for you. And awareness is the first step because you can't really develop an outside-of-work routine. I mean, you can, but like to combat the vampiriness if -hmm. you don't even know what's happening to you. So hopefully this was educational for many of you and helpful (laughs) for you all because it was was for me and hopefully for you too, Melissa. Just nice to, to one, empathize in a in a positive way that we're kind of both maybe all going through this experience and and in some form in some part of of people you know of your life whether it's work or home or friends Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it's all it's all normal and that's why we talk about the uncomfortable things because we want to be okay with it so thank you all for listening today we're available wherever you get your podcasts from be sure to follow us on instagram and tiktok at imuncomfortable.podcast if you have an episode idea question or shout out you can dm us or contact us on our website imuncomfortablepodcast.com we release new episodes every week so see you next time